Hallelujah. What an honour and privilege to be able to bring the word of the Lord. So I'm not going to be able to preach um, a really long message like I always want to. Um, So I am just going to try and compress all that's in me within a few minutes. Um, I'm just really excited for the blessing of um, Dave and Margaret and the girls into the leadership um, of Woolwich uh, Community Church because we are going forward. We're going where God wants us to go. And in order to do that, we need the right people to be in the right place. You need to be at your post. Every single one of you have got a calling. You've got a purpose in life. And you need to be in that flow of the will of God for your life. And if you don't know what that is, you just ask the Lord, what do you want me to do? You should be doing it by now if you've known the Lord for five minutes. Waking up every day, being a good person, being filled with God's spirit and bringing life is our purpose. And then when we do that, God you know, gives us more details um, about the steps. So I'm going to share um, more about the spirit and the word coming together. This is uh, going to be number six. This is the sixth time I've shared on it. So um, I'm going to read what I always read just before I share on um, this beautiful, beautiful... It's not even a subject. It is revelation. It's the revelation that God is bringing to the earth today to help us, to help us to know him more, to help us to have... Um, more empowered lives and to live in our purpose. And again, if you are listening to me and you don't know the Lord, uh, today should be the day that you say yes to God. Open your heart to God. Just say at any moment that I'm talking um, or any moment throughout the rest of today, just say, I want to know you, Jesus. Open your heart to him and ask him to come into your heart. So if you're part of Woolwich Community Church, I just want to read what I always read just before I speak about the spirit of God and the word of God coming together. So, Lord, your word is already anointed. I don't have to pray for you to anoint your word. I pray that you will disseminate your word into the hearts of every hearer. Uh, that it can go into your lives and do what only the word of God can do. The word of God is alive already. It's active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit, the joints of the marrow, and it is the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of your heart. It goes into the places that no one on earth can go, and it does what it's designed to do. So Woolwich Community Church, we must take comfort in God's direction to us, and remember, we've never been this way before. The world's never been this way before. We've never been the way before, this way before individually, as families, or the whole world. Remember what God has told us, that he is with us. We are not alone. Our God continues to faithfully lead and guide us every step of the way. So as we observe the world around us, many areas are getting darker. You can see that. But we, the church, we are shining brighter. Don't listen to bad news all the time. Bad news will allow you to believe it. Listen to good news. Good news is announced. I've got good news for you today. Jesus is alive. He's not dead. He's alive forevermore. And he's in our lives. 2021 is bringing about the release of God's power in our lives and in our personal encounters with him. He will be stretching our faith, challenging us to go deeper and higher than we've ever gone before. This will happen because we say yes to God. We're now in the season of the word and the spirit coming together. We've had seasons of the word, we've had seasons of the spirit. But now, this new dimension has begun. We're already in it. The days ahead are going to be adventurous, exciting and life-changing if you want to mix your faith with what God is doing. We must, it's not an option, we must be a church that will faithfully steward that which God gives us. We own nothing. I've told you this many times before. We don't own our children, we don't own our families, we don't own the car we drive, we don't own the houses. We steward it. 
We own nothing. We are just stewards passing through. When we're gone, someone else will be here to drive that car, live in that house, marry that child, yeah? We steward everything. Don't, don't be too tight on ownership of everything. Hold it lightly and know that you belong to God and whatever God's given you, he's given you to be a blessing to yourself for you to be a blessing. You are blessed so that you can be a blessing. Whatever comes your way, whatever blessing comes your way, say, thank you, Lord, for that blessing. But I'm blessed to be a blessing and hunt for ways to bless. Hunt. My family used to really, um, well, the kids used to say, why do you give things away? Why are you always giving money away? Why do you always give um, our clothes away? Why are you giving this away? Well, if they're not being used and they're not functional, they can bless someone else. Look for ways to bless. Always be sowing seeds to give life to those um, around you. And don't just bless people that you think are impoverished or they are just that person so needy. Bless somebody who you, you is in a better financial position than you. God still wants that person blessed. Listen to the Spirit and see who he wants you to bless. Hallelujah. So we are accountable to God to steward this revelation of the Spirit and the Word coming together. So um, every believer who will choose to trust God and live for him with their whole heart, you're going to experience protection, love, provision every day of your lives. Psalm 119.105 is going to be a key scripture, and it's already a key scripture in our midst. Psalm 119.105 is that the word of God is a lamp unto our feet. It's a lamp unto our feet, and it is a light to our path. What a beautiful word that God has given us. So it is a lamp already. It's a lamp unto our feet and it's a light to our path. And um, every day, me and my husband, when we pray and we intercede um, for ourselves, for our family and for each and every one of you, when we do that, afterwards we read the word of God because we've done a lot of talking, talking, talking and we want to hear what God's got to say. So depending on what day of the month it is, we will open, open up the scriptures. So we've done that um, recently um, and we opened up the scriptures and we just, sometimes we'll read proverb, the proverb of the day. Sometimes we will read the psalm of the day or if God sends us somewhere else in the Bible. But we'll stick to the psalm or the proverb and we just say at the end of it, I'll say to him, Carly, what should we read, the psalm or the proverb? Or he's, he, he will say which one or I say one. So um, we were just reading and all of a sudden a scripture came out from Proverbs. And I thought, I don't think I've, I've really ever heard that scripture before. And um, this is what the scripture said. So it is in Proverbs 24 and verse 20. So this shocked me, this, this scripture. So we were, just, we were just reading and it said, For there will be no future for the evil man, and the lamp of the wicked will be put out. So that's Proverbs 24, verse 20 from the Amplified Bible. It says, there will be no future for the evil man. The lamp of the wicked will be put out. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, the lamp of the wicked, what's that? The lamp of the wicked. I've been talking about the lamp of God. Yeah, the lamp of God, the anointing of God. To have that lamp in our lives. To inside that lamp, you've got to have the oil of the Holy Spirit. And, and then, then he lights that um, light. And that we're to be lights in the world and we're to shine brightly and... So we've been talking to you about this and it's been brilliant. It's like, yeah. And then I thought, the lamp of the wicked, the wicked have a lamp. What is going on? So then I just said, Lord, I want to know about this. So I went on a little journey through the word of God. It's been exciting um, to find out about what this lamp is. The wicked lamp and the righteous lamp. What's going on here? But I just want to read a scripture in Ezekiel before I get into that a bit more. Ezekiel 36 and verses 24 to 28. And this scripture will show us God's intention from hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago. It's always, always been God's intention 
for us to house inside of ourselves the word and the spirit coming together. So Ezekiel 36, verse 24 to 28. It looks like um, you're going to have, a, have to get your spec savers eyes for now. Okay. For here's what I'm going to do. This is the Lord speaking through the prophet Ezekiel. I'm going to take you out of these countries, gather you from all over, and I'm going to bring you back to your own land. That's what he does. He gathers the people in and we all become a part of the family of God. So again, if you're listening and you're not saved or you don't know the Lord and you're not a Christian and you want to be, it's about you becoming a member of the family of God. That's what it's about. So God gathers us from different tribes, kindred, tongues, cultures, And he says, come and be a part of my family. He says, I'll pour pure water over you and I'll scrub you clean. Only God can scrub us clean. He said, I'll give you a new heart. Many people sitting here right now, you can give testimony. God has given you a brand new heart. And then he said, I'll put a new spirit in you. So that's for us individually. He's going to give us a new heart, put a new spirit in us. And that's what happens when you get born again. He said, I'm going to remove that stony heart from your body. And I'm going to replace it with a heart that's God-willed. God is going to do this. We can't do that. We were born with a fleshly heart that will naturally turn to sin anytime we get the opportunity to. You don't have to teach children how to be bad, how to say bad words, how to do bad things. It comes naturally. You have to teach them the opposite. But when God's spirit comes in you, he changes your life. So he gives you a heart that's going to be God-willed, not self-willed. He said, I'm going to put my spirit... This is what God promised. There's coming a time I'm going to put my own spirit in you and I'm going to make it possible for you to do what I tell you to do, to live in my commandments, to live in the word. So he's going to put his spirit in you so you can live in the word. Yeah, The spirit and the word coming together. It was always his intention. You can't have one without the other. You need the spirit and the word coming together in your life. You'll once again live in the land I, give to, I gave to your ancestors. Like we are the descendants of Abraham. We are, we are the daughters and the sons of Abraham, the father of faith. We live by faith. The just shall live by faith. You don't live by your own understanding. You live by faith. You'll be my people and I'll be your God. That's from um, the uh, message translation. Hallelujah. So I just wanted to yeah, really share that because it really touched my heart that God's intention was always for us to have the spirit and the word. But Jesus had to die first. He had to be raised from the dead so that we could accept him into our lives. And that he said to his disciples, don't go and do what I've called you to do. Don't go and do the work until you've got the spirit. Because it's by the spirit, then you'll have the full package. You'll have everything. The word and the spirit coming together. Not just the word, not just the spirit, but the two coming together. An explosion of life. When the spirit was given in the book of Acts. Oh, wow, what a day that was. The world changed forever. The spirit then was able to live inside people, inside us. So I've got two lamps here, two little lamps. They look the same outside, but one's got um, a light inside of it and one hasn't. But the lamps look exactly the same. So the lamp of the wicked can look very similar to our lamp. And different things go on within those, um, within those lamps. I'm going to read another scripture about the lamp of the righteous. So Proverbs 4 and verse 18. It says, but the path... From the Amplified um, Bible. But the path of the just, righteous, is like the light of dawn. It shines brighter and brighter until it reaches its full strength and the glory in the perfect day. So we have um, light inside of us because we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And then I'm going to read a scripture now, another scripture about the wicked. So it says in Job 18 and verses 5 um, to 7, it says... 
indeed the light of the wicked. So they they're not just they don't just have a lamp. There's a light now, and I'm like, what is happening? All right. So the indeed the light of the wicked will be put out, and the flame of his fire will not shine. The light will be dark in his tent, and his lamp beside him will be put out. Some translations say snuffed out. The vigorous stride to um, the vigorous stride will be shortened, and his own counsel and the schemes in which he trusted will bring his downfall. So there's two lamps going on here, and we've got one as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, but the wicked have got one too. I want to read also um, Proverbs 24 um, 20 just again. We've read it already, but I just want to read that again. It says, "For there will be no future for the evil man." The lamp of the wicked will be put out. There's no future for this person who has got an evil lamp and is walking by this lamp. So then I looked at this scripture, Ephesians 2 and verses 1 to 2 from the um, NIV. I don't think we've got that we've got that up, but I'll read it anyway. So Ephesians 2 verses 1 to 2 from the NIV. It says, as for you... This is talking to you personally. As for you, you were once dead in your transgression transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air the spirit in who now is at work in those who are disobedient you used to I used to be governed by the spirit of this age the God of this age who is Satan if you don't know the Lord and you're not living for God you do have a father who's watching over you and he's called Satan (laughs) Until you give your heart to Jesus, until you get translated from that kingdom into the kingdom of light, you are following and living by a lamp that you don't even know. But what is light in the light of some of those those things that are inside of people? It's a temporal light. The wicked live with a temporal light. It's fake. It's counterfeit. It's not of God. And the way it shows up is this message really come come about with what I just shared earlier about us um, praying every day but also I was driving along and I saw most of you have seen this you're driving along and you see somebody at the bus stop and they've got their phones and what they're doing they're at the bus stop you know because they don't even realize that all the cars are looking at them and I was like oh look at that the selfies yeah the selfies the selfies and the Lord said yeah I want you to mix that in with your message because it's all about self when Adam and Eve sinned and they ate that fruit they they were translated from being God conscious to self-conscious We are so self-conscious because when sin entered, it became about the self. But what's happened, because it's become about ourselves, we can't maintain it. We cannot live up to our own expectations. All about self. What do I look like? I can't go out today because I don't look a certain way. I haven't got that garment. Uh, Or I want to be seen. I want someone to see me and say something about self. So it's all about self-absorption. It's all about self-love. It's all about, that's what it's supposed to be about. But what happens it turns into self-loathing, self-hatred, because no one can live up to their own standards. Just as you get there, oh, someone else looks better than you, and that's what happens. So this, this light of the wicked um, is stumped out very easily. When, when, when a person who's lived for themselves, lived um, for the gods of this world, die, their light is, is all of a sudden, immediately, it's just snubbed out. And they don't go into eternity knowing God, loving God. But the spirit of God that's in us, the word and the spirit coming together in our lamp and in our light, it's an everlasting light. It's God lit. The lamp of the wicked, it's self lit. It's lit by the person. It's lit by 
others, what others say about you, what others think about you. But it's temporal, it's fake, it's counterfeit. Yeah, it's it's really confusing some people. They're living, and the reason that I'm bringing it to the church because that's the obvious. You know, the wicked. That's how you're, you're supposed to live if you're wicked, and you've got um, how you're supposed to live if you're righteous. Why am I bringing this to the church? It's because God doesn't want you to be following the counterfeit. He doesn't want you to have a lamp in your life that is not lit by his spirit. He wants you to be lit by the spirit of God, the spirit and the word coming together, having your life through him, having purpose. You'll know a person that is lit by the spirit of God because they live for others. My whole life, my husband's life, we live for others. You live for your first, yourself first. Obviously, you get up, you have to do your work, you have to... But what is your motives about in life? What do you give your time to? What is your life being poured into? Is it me, myself and I, or is it others? My light inside of me is lit by the Holy Spirit and the word of God, living together in the word and the spirit, coming together. Every day, waking up, going to the word of God by the power of the spirit, letting the spirit of God tell you what to do each day um, and co-labour with you in the struggles that you have navigating through the challenges of life. Hallelujah. I just want to read um, this last scripture and it is in um, Proverbs 21 and verse 23. Sorry, it's, it's a Revelations 21 and verse 23. It says, and the city has no need of the sun nor of the moon to give light to it for the glory, the splendour, the radiance of God has illumined it and the lamp and the lamb as in the lamb of God is is its lamp and light when I read that scripture I was just amazed and I thought there's coming a time when we get the new heaven and the new earth and we don't need we don't need there's going to be no um night time anymore it's just going to be daytime and it's because because Jesus Christ the lamb of God he's the lamp it says and the light and I thought oh my gosh you actually are the lamp Jesus himself is the lamp. He is the lamp of our lives. I just was rejoicing and I thought, Jesus, you are everything to us. We want to live by your spirit. We want to live by your word each and every day. We won't live by the counterfeit lamp of death. That's what I realised it was. I thought it's a lamp of death that many people are following. Their light shining. It's like, look at me, look at me, myself and I. Look at me, what I've got, what I want, what have I achieved? And it all comes to nothing. I think I've said this before. I was walking past and I saw um, a junkyard and it was just full of cars that were being um, crashed. And, and I looked and I thought, wow, so many of those cars once, they brought so much ego to people. So many people was driving around with pride. Look at me in my car. So many people committed adultery to get it. So many people committed fraud to get it. So many people was hardworking and just lived their life to work and work like a workhorse to get it. And now it's just a bunch of metal rubble. But you've given your life over to so many things. If that's you and you're listening, you give your life over to these temporal things that are not going to live forever. We want to say to you today, as a part of the kingdom of God, come into the family of God. Give your heart to Jesus. Open your life up to Jesus. If you're already in the kingdom and you're realising as I'm speaking, hold on a minute, yeah, I am living outside of um, the lamp of God sometimes. I am allowing the wicked lamp to steer me. I'm, I'm impressed by too many of the things of the world. What do you value? What do you look at? And do you think, okay, well, I'm very, very impressed with that. That is something that um, I think, yeah, I'm going to hold in high esteem inside of me. Is it of God? Are you putting your value? Are you putting your attention to the things that are not of God? 
And if you're listening to me and you're weary and heavy laden and you're thinking, I don't know where to turn, I might need healing in my life or I just need direction, the Spirit of God and the Word of God can give you direction. Turn to the Word of God, go to the Bible and God will give you a word. Who is your allegiance to? Is your allegiance to the lamp and the light of God in your life or is your allegiance to the things of the world? Do you sort of like, oh, well, when you're around the world, you kind of act like them. You want to be like them. You're impressed by them. And when you're around Christians, yeah, you act like Christians. Yesterday, something happened to me and I was so, so saddened by it initially. I was in, um, I was in uh, the village, Charlton Village. I was there um, and I was just in a shop and um, I was just standing at the, at the doorway of the shop. And then I saw a lot of drug addicts go by and... Um, my heart just straight away, my heart just felt, Lord, Lord. And I looked at the sky. I'm standing there waiting for my order. And I just looked at the sky and I said, Lord, Lord, these people need you. They need freedom. They need deliverance. They do. They really need you. And I just started to intercede while I was waiting for um, my order. And then the same group of people came back. But now when they came back, they came back with someone I knew, someone who's been to this church. And so I just stopped and I said his name. And I said his name. And he stopped and he, he looked at me and he went, who are you, darling? Who are you, darling? And I said, oh, it's me. It's me, Kelly, from church. As soon as I said that, he burst out crying. He burst out crying because he felt so ashamed. And I just had to lay hands on him, pray right there. I didn't care who was looking. I didn't care who was there. I prayed. And he went, the devil's got hold of me. The devil's got hold of me. And my heart, my heart, because I'd just been interceding for the other people. And then he walked along. And I just want to encourage you as Christians Seek the face of God for those that are needy, for those that need the power of God. Let the power of God be something that you seek after. Seek God for his power to free these people that need the spirit and the word coming together for life to go into them. So, yeah, that's my exhortation to you today. Um, have a hunger for God. Don't have a hunger for the things of this world, the temporal things that are, they're passing away. They're passing away. The years, the decades are going so quickly. Before we know it, we will be before the King of Kings. We will give account for our lives. You will give account for your lives. What you're doing in the body, what you do in this body, you'll give account for it one day. Realise that, that we're going to live eternally somewhere. So I just want to exhort you that you are so loved. You're so loved by God individually. You've got a purpose and a plan. And let that person, purpose and plan unfold in your life by the power of God. So I just want to pray over everybody now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray that your word and your spirit will come together in the hearts of those who are hearing. And Lord, that they will have encounters with you, that they will have change happen. Lord God, that they will have true transformation, that your knowledge and your freedom and your inspiration, Lord God, will come together in in the form of transforming their lives. And Lord, I just release your blessing. I release salvation. I release the healing power of God over every person that's hearing my voice, that there is a God and he is alive and he sent his son to die for each and every person. Please answer the call to open your heart and to come into the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name, I bless you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. You may have been a Christian for a long time or you may be exploring the possibilities of a relationship with God. Wherever you are in your journey of life, please feel free to contact us at Woolwich Community Church if you would like any further information on today's message. We will be happy to talk with you, pray with you and help you in any way we can. Please see the information below in our bio on how to get in touch with us. 
Have a blessed week and God bless.